Welcome to the place where chats, Jesus, and good shenanigans collide. It's the Restored and Reconciled Podcast, and I'm your host, Selena C.C. Owsley. Happy 2023. Listen, we are back, and it's a good thing. I have missed being in this seat. I have missed sitting and doing this. And I'm telling you, it absolutely shows. Um, I am so thankful to be able to sit here and record this episode because it almost didn't happen. And we're going to get into that. But I am just grateful for a new year, for new things, and excited about what awaits us in this year truly it won't be all pretty but it's definitely going to be worth it even in the hard moments even in the challenges all the challenges aren't hellish and demonic some challenges God is going to send to absolutely help us to regroup refocus and recalibrate so that we can push forward with him so that we can do what we need to do and continue to be a shining light for somebody else to market and go if they're doing it i can do so i don't know about anybody else but in the last year like november december it was rough It was rough in a real way. And it knocked me out. I mean, out. out. And so it left me burnt out, which left me exhausted physically and spiritually and mentally and emotionally. And what ended up happening was that I wound up getting sick. And so, in all of that, that process to get from, we gonna just, we gonna just do all the work we're gonna cover and uphold other people. Gap dwelling is not easy. And when you are gap dwelling, you have to make sure that you're refueling yourself. If you don't, you set yourself up for burnout. So if you are a gap dweller, if you are a person who stands in the gap for other people, and this isn't just with intercession or anything like that, but not just in that space, but let's say you're covering for co-workers. You're covering and you're being a provider or caretaker for um, you know anybody that is ill or that's your job like that level of gap dwelling is rough because other people are able to cross over you know you know open places that don't normally have a bridge because you're there. 
And in those spaces, it can be very rough and it can be hard to continue to hold your arms up and out to create that bridge, to close those open spaces if you don't take proper care of yourself. So to the gap dweller, the caretaker, the the person that is always the clutch one, whoever you are, take care of you. If not, your burnout is going to be harsh and it will be swift. So take care of you. Um, And what I ended up doing was just shutting down. Um, I shut down parts of my life so that the reserves that I had there could go over into the main part of what was going on with me to literally just exist and to just get to the end of the year as fast as I possibly could. But even when I could not and would not talk to anybody about what I was going through, the Lord, even in me being hard-headed, even in me just blocking off and shutting myself off in a way, the Lord was like, you can put a wall up, but here I come and I'm sending reinforcements. So there are people that will come up in your life that will scale the walls, okay? Um, And be very grateful when they do. It's probably going to upset you at first glance because it's like, who told you? Who told you how to get over? Well, God told them how to get over because he know you. So there were two women in particular that scaled the wall. One of them didn't even know they were scaling the wall. She just do what she do. So shout out to Shakria. Shakria Thomas, I love you. Honey, ain't nobody like you. You the bomb.com. Uh, she climbed the wall literally. Uh, when I was sick and I couldn't find my way up and out of nothing and I was like she didn't even know (laughs) the extent to which she was climbing this wall for me but then um, not too long ago like back at the top of December my my girl, my partner in podcasting, uh, Allison. Listen, it's simple, Yada. If you are not already listening to her, please go do so. It will bless your life. The way she pulled up for her birthday and the way she continues to pull up through her podcast is phenomenal. She will bless your socks off. Sometimes the Lord will cause people to remind you of your why. And that's what she did. She was like, hey, I had a need and I couldn't find you. So I had to come and look for you. Like, what is you doing? And so she wasn't hard about it, but her love yoked me right up. And she reminded me to dig my heels in and to fight and contend for this thing anyway. And so... I thank all of my girls. I thank my besties. I thank my God sisters. I thank each and every one of you for kicking in 
in such a real way in my life and stepping into places and loving on me even when you had no clue that I literally was desperate for it so lesson number one shoot the flare I tell this to people all the time and I literally did not take my own advice so I'm telling you shoot the flare I will always shoot my flare from now on because it doesn't profit you anything not to what do you stand to lose nothing somebody's going to respond to you shooting that flare but it means everything you have everything to gain by being honest about where you are somebody's going to pull up the lord will send help he's going to pull up and he coming with the reinforcements he is the source and he will send you the resources that you need amen amen so i was talking about this and we're gonna really get into it um about the beauty of softness obedience and grace so if you get your bible you're gonna see and you know with me being in school what ended up happening shout out to dr uh, joseph gray and dr angela for giving us this good teaching uh in class but there is a particular rule when you're studying your bible one particular rule is the rule of repetition so what that means is when you are in your bible and you see that a certain word a thought or an event if it repeats it's the lord's way of showing you that this is important and you need to pay attention so the other rule that came into hard play was the rule of contextual consideration which is you need to look at something in a proper context in order for you to do that you have to go at least three sent three verses above and three verses after your core verse to get the full scope of what you're looking at and if that does not give you the context that you need blow it out to the whole chapter see that's kind of how you get all your daily food in to your daily bible reading listen just read the whole chapter you want full context on a specific verse i dare you read the whole chapter don't just go three above three below read the whole thing so in this particular scripture ezekiel 36 it is really amazing how it talks about blessings for israel because you know israel was wild all the way around hard-headed did what they wanted and they would love god and then something would come up and then take off sounds very familiar um but in this space in this particular part um I was really wrestling with I was like Lord how what what do you want me to focus on in 2023 like I felt absolutely kind of out here just in a boat drifting and the Lord kept saying softness soft like get to that and so uh, I was like huh and 
He kept saying softness, soft. Remember what Shantae told you. You already soft, right? It doesn't feel like it, but you are. And I was just like, mm-hmm. I mean, I heard what she said, but I don't know about that. And so <laughs> I was going back and forth with it. And it wasn't until like New Year's Eve morning, like that thing settled. Like I could not escape it all day long. And I was just like, okay, you are ringing this bell, but I don't understand where we're going. And so uh, there was a link to a service that had happened on Friday night. And that thing blessed my socks off. And I still got to finish it because it was so rich and so heavy. I got to go in pieces to pick it all up. But after I started getting dismantled by the beginning in praise and worship and the prophetic words that were released, it was like the Lord said, see what this is doing? This is softening you up. Like this is setting you up to obey. And I was like, huh? And so when I say he got me together, he gave me so much grace for all the rebellion, for all of the hitting the switch and sitting in the dark, like emotionally, mentally, spiritually, like all the autopilot, all the refusal to, you know, come out from under my blanket, so to speak. And he gave grace. He offered me mercy and said, I get it. I don't blame you. I I hear you. I understand. I see you. But you got to come out of this space so that you can see where you really got to get to. And so... I was in Ezekiel 11 at first and I was like, no, that's not the soft heart he's talking about. Like that's, that's a little different. So he brought me to Ezekiel 36 and I started reading through it and there's a part that really got my attention, which was, um, Verse. It started around verse 20. And. And actually 21. And. <laughs> it says. But I had concern for my holy name. Which the house of Israel had profaned among the nations. Wherever they went. Sometimes. You can be silent. You can be loud in the wrong ways and you end up profaning the name of the Lord. You end up causing a problem and you damage your witness for the name of the Lord. And that is not good. You as a Christian, as Christians, we have to be ever so diligent about how we're processing mentally, emotionally, 
and physically the environment and the atmospheres that we're in. Because if you're not able to read it right, you will continue in a place and in a vein that's not for you. And you will end up out here looking no different than the world. So even in the places where you have to stretch, even in the places where you have to be a gap dweller, that adrenaline rush of being a gap dweller, that runs out real quick. Because you got to dig into the trenches and cover gaps and spaces, right? So be careful that you replenish yourself and you accept people replenishing and coming alongside you so that you can get the relief that you need. So to those who are gap dwellers, spiritually and naturally, get the replenishment that you need. Rest. Get real sleep. Sit down somewhere and just embrace the silence. Read. Pour back into you. Let the Lord pour back into you in the ways that you need it. Amen. Amen. So the Lord brought me down through the verses. So when I got to verses 22 uh, to 24, He was like, I'm going to sanctify my name and I'm going to take care of you in the process. Selena, don't worry about it. You had to go through that to understand that I'm going to make it right because I'm dad. I'm not just Lord. I'm dad. So dad stepped in and I started at 25 and this took me out. Um, And I'm going to read through this real quick. Verses 25 to 32. Then, and I'm reading from the New King James, Ezekiel 36, verses 25 to 32. Then I will sprinkle clean water on you, and you shall be clean. I will cleanse you from all your filthiness and from all your idols. I will give you a new heart and put a new spirit within you. I will take the heart of stone out of your flesh and give you a heart of flesh. I will put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statutes and you will keep my judgments and do them. Then you shall dwell in the land that I gave to your fathers. You shall be my people and I will be your God. I will deliver you from all your uncleannesses. I will call for the grain and multiply it and bring no famine upon you. And I will multiply the fruit of your trees and the increase of your fields so that you need never again bear the reproach of famine among the nations. Then you will remember your evil ways and your deeds that were not good. And you will loathe yourselves in your own sight for your iniquities and your abominations. Now for your sake do I do this, says the Lord God. Let it be known to you. Be ashamed and confounded for your own ways, O house of Israel. So, in that, I was like, whoa. Like, he about to get, he is gathering me. He yoked me up. Okay? But the beauty of it is this. When you have to come to yourself and you realize that everything you've been doing 
a lot of that has been for you. And your flesh has had a field day. And you, you are completely out of alignment with the Lord. He's promised to fix it. He's promised to sprinkle you with water. He's sprinkling clean water on me. See that difference there? It's not just water, but it's clean water. Clean water is drinkable. It is good for cooking. It is good to bathe in. And it's good for you to be able to brush your teeth with. Uh, We have seen in recent times the horrors of bad water, dirty water, coming into people's homes from public systems and how they have to either A, boil that stuff to get all the toxins, the chemicals, the the impurities out, or they can't use it at all and they have to go and purchase water that they can brush their teeth with, cook with, bathe in. Is that wild? So we have to make sure that the water, we have to make sure that we are prepared for the clean water of God that will wash away iniquities, that will wash away transgressions, that will wash away those things that have polluted us and caused us to become separated and away from God. And in all of this, the reason why I was profaning the name of God in my routine and my patterns, not just outright crazy sin and stuff like that. Let's be clear. I got good sense, but I just didn't use all my common sense in taking care of me and making sure that I was yet connected to God. And because of the disconnect, my heart got hard. So God said, I got to come in and make you soft again. A soft heart, anytime you get a hold of um, dough, Play-Doh, kids show you all the time. When Play-Doh is properly contained, when it's used and put away and stored right, it's always going to be soft and pliable every time you pull it out of that little bucket, right? But the moment you accidentally leave the lid off or you leave the Play-Doh out overnight, what happens when you come back to it the next day? It's hard as a brick because the air has gotten to it because it has been left out and the elements have gotten to it and it has solidified. That is what occurred with me. And so the Lord said, I'm going to sprinkle a little water on you. I'm going to sprinkle my clean water on you. I'm going to get you clean. And when I clean you up, your heart is going to be exchanged from that hard, stony heart for a heart of flesh. And it is pliable. And in that heart, the Lord can begin to pour into it again. He can begin to download his love and his peace and his joy and his faith and his grace into that heart. And I can then choose to obey. So the beauty of it is 
verse 27 says, I'll put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statutes and you will keep my judgments and do them. Only then do I get to move back into my position and in my place so that I can dwell in the land that he has given me, that is promised to me because of my lineage, that is promised to me because of my legacy. And so, verse 33 says, Thus says the Lord God, on the day that I will cleanse you from all your iniquities, I will also enable you to dwell in the cities, and the ruins shall be rebuilt. So, not only do you get to be reestablished and put in your right standing and place, but you get to go back and fix what was broken the desolate places, the places that have been run over and beat up. You get to help rebuild it. And trust me, the people who see the rebuilding, now you know. If you read further down, it says that the nations that are left all around you will know that I, the Lord, did this. I rebuilt those rural places, all those, and planted what was desolate. The Lord's going to be glorified in you becoming soft and obedient again. And so the last component, which is grace, that he gave me for this year reminds me of the grace that he gave me to realize that I needed to be softened. And it's going to be me being able to have a wider capacity, a greater capacity for grace for others. So that when you recognize what was in you is in somebody else, you're going to be able to give them the grace that you wish you had been giving yourself. And you're going to be reminded to be thankful for the grace that was given to you when you needed it. So, The lessons that I have found myself so thankful for, just even just the way I have sat with this, and I'm so thankful for God's grace and love and truth and his word, because in that, I have learned to appreciate and be so thankful for how I can come back. You can come back home. You can hit the reset button. Not just because it's a new year, but let's just say it's February and you a month into this year. And it's not going to necessarily be easy. Sometimes you might run into a heck of a block. And all the things that you were like, yeah, I'm going to do this and do that and do this and do that. All that has to pause. It's okay. Hit that reset button then. If you need to regroup, if you need to have a new normal because major crazy change occurs, it's okay to have a new normal. But ask the Lord to step into that new normal with you. He will show you how to navigate it and to excel and succeed in that. 
And when you do, everybody around you, all the neighboring cities, which honestly are people, all of these other cities watching you work every day, watching how you drive, watching how you communicate, watching how you show kindness, all those other cities will see you rebuilt and walking out a new normal and they're going to want what you have because they need it and they just need to ask. But the Bible tells us to be ready, have a ready answer for the hope that we have. And it's Jesus. So if you are saved and you're listening to this and you just need to hit the reset button, it's okay. Hit the reset button. You can always ask the Lord to help you. And I pray for you right now that if you need to hit that reset button and you are saved, that you go to the Lord and you be absolutely honest with him and repent and turn. Ask for forgiveness. Seek out his mercy. Because even after the justice, he's a just God, but he's merciful too. And he loves you enough to correct you and put you where you need to be. If you are not saved and you're listening to this episode and you're like, well, I mean, does that apply to me? Yes, this applies to you. Oh, it so applies. I want you to repeat this very simple prayer. Because if you want to be saved, if you want Jesus, not just to be Savior, you want him to be Lord. And for him to be Lord of your life, that means he makes decisions for you. He shows you how life is going to be set up and how he's going to lead God and direct you in your life to be successful, to be great, to be kind. To be his proof in the earth that he's real. All you got to do is pray this simple prayer. Lord Jesus, I repent. And I'm sorry for all the sins I've committed. I know that you are Lord and Savior. You died for my sins on the cross. You were buried and you rose three days later. To prove that you had power over death, hell, and the grave. Lord, I'm sorry for all of my sins. And I repent right now in Jesus' name. And I accept your gift of salvation. And I accept the gift of your Holy Spirit to come into my life. Come into my heart. And take this stony heart and make it flesh. Make it fit for your use. Then I can walk and talk and be everything that you want me to be. And I thank you for saving me. I thank you for keeping me. And I thank you that right now I am saved. In Jesus name. Amen. Listen, if you prayed that prayer and you believe that you're saved welcome to the family listen you find a bible believing spirit-led 
Bible teaching church wherever you are and shoot me a DM and let me know about it. Uh, you can find me on uh, Instagram at the restored at restored and reconciled podcast. You can also find us absolutely on Instagram, also under my regular handle, which is CC Aluatumiche. <laughs> Shout out to Amomio Dettery is the best thing ever. I'm ever so appreciative. I am thankful um, for Uluwatumiche. It it is truly changed my life. So remember, don't be afraid to be soft. That softness will lead to obedience. And that obedience increases your grace. So I love you. I will see y'all next week. And remember, it is all right to be restored and reconciled. Because that's what God wants. That's what he desires for us to be restored back in right relationship with him and reconciled to the truth of who he is and in all of that we can be that much better i love y'all be blessed and have a good one